0: back we're back (laughs) and we're both sounding
1: up to par we really are guys I did him so dirty last week I did him so dirty well I mean it was an accident it It was an accident yes what was the accident okay
0: okay so you know how like last week we talked about how we recorded the podcast on Sunday night yeah and it wasn't working because Matt Palmer's internet was like going in and out and I was having trouble hearing him so we had to re-record on Monday and all throughout that podcast we were like this is going so <laughs> well, this is going swimmingly. Right. Well, for some reason, the audio system that I use mm-hmm. on like the software. That I use on my computer when we are across the country trying to record a podcast together for some reason I had my headphones in But for some reason instead of recording Just my voice It recorded the audio that was inside The computer system So it recorded my voice and Matt Palmer's voice as well so Matt Palmer had to spend Hours Editing last (laughs) week's Podcast guys So I could just feel you seething
1: (laughs) From across the country I just felt it. I mean you could hear it in the at it, you hear like, oh, there's a lot of white noise when Matt Steele talks, when Matt Palmer talks. It's not there. What happened? I can't you did
0: that in between every single line. I I mean, there was a chunk of time where I was talking a lot that you could tell Matt Palmer was just like, we can I know. I'm not
1: going to be cutting out for me to be like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, no, we can all just live with this. But you know how I feel about audio quality. Yes, of course. You're not
0: just going to have anything willy-nilly sound like garbage. that's
1: a big thing for me. I, someone who went to school for recorded music, Yes. So I had to make it sound as good as possible I don't think And no one reached out to me In like a fury So Yes And I have to good. say
0: Matt Palmer Thank you for all your hard work <laughs> And also thank you I got a, a very angry email um, With with a link to like a, a microphone oh. <laughs> And Matt Palmer was like Buy this Buy this Buy this next So the next time, time We are far away You will have this
1: And yes. I bought it so th-
0: thank you Matt Palmer For doing the work in that podcast And for doing the work of
1: Telling you which microphone to get. <laughs> hey, and the thing is, all you have to do is plug it in. It's a USB. It's gonna be great. And the next time we do it, I will have you share your screen. We can go through the inputs, make sure everything is set up as it needs to be. That's what we can do. That's we can I work take. together,
0: guys. Two gay mats, twenty twenty.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, God. Hi everybody and welcome back to the Two Game That's Podcast. It's Matt Balmer. It's Matt Steele. Oh, and we're back, back together. No, just the two of us. Yes, castles
0: in the sky. Yes,
1: back at one, as Brian McKnight would say. Beautiful. <laughs> how are you, Matt Steele?
0: I am doing so well now that you are back home in my presence, in my loving arms. What
1: was it like? Because I don't think you've been in this apartment alone for as long. Because like over a week, I feel like I do that when you go home for Christmas. or I did last year because, of course, I was still here. Mm-hmm. Um, but how, how did you feel, basically having? A two bedroom apartment to yourself I felt fucking great Yeah <laughs> I felt so good
0: Usually when Matt Palmer's gone For like a week Or like a, maybe a little longer uh-huh. By the end I'm just like I feel alone And I don't know what's going on And like you know I, I go through I don't know What's it where You're isolated And mm. you kind of start to go A little crazy Yeah I sort of start going through that I'm like oh my god How many more seasons Of Project Runway Can I binge <laughs> Um But can't say that happened to me hey. this time because I was ready for it. I mean, <laughs> I
1: feel like it. I, it's just such a nice moment It's yes. not just like Of course we enjoy Each other's company And we have different schedules We're not like On top of each other Like that But just the idea Of living alone For just a moment For is, just a moment Is so nice It was nice You know What's <laughs> not to like Yeah it was
0: It was really fun Like you know I I, I was just In front of that TV I, I binged a, another season Of Survivor I saw you're
1: like On 4 or something I am on Survivor 4 Jesus. So I, I binged
0: Survivor Africa The third season
1: How Which was that? apparently
0: A lot of people Don't like that season But I liked it better Than the the, the out of the three seasons that I watched. Wow, okay. So, so I I really liked it. I love that. Um what else did I do this week? I went clothes shopping. For the Ooh, first time where'd you in, go? in like a year, in like a year and a couple months, uh, I went to I went with my old roommate Jacob. Okay, who was in LA for a while, and uh, we he I I was like Jacob, I just need you to just throw clothes at me, tell me what looks good on me, and tell me what <laughs> I should get. And you know, of course, he's like, "Well, what's your style?" Da, 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 and I'm just like, "I don't care. Just make me look good. Make me look good. I'm not a buttoned up person, mm. so something a little more casual. Just." Just give me shit Where'd you go? So we went to uh, We went to the Grove Which oh. is my first time At the Grove in a while My first time in say. like a, a populated area like that That's in crazy In a while man. And it was really nice And so we went to Top Man And to Zara Okay And it was very fun You know You know how like The kids are wearing things A little baggier these days they So it's, are. it's interesting Like trying to navigate that Cause it's like Well I want to be trendy Like yeah. the kids and everything But I'm so used to You know a, I'm gay I wear tight clothes <laughs> Of moment. course So, so I got, you know, things that were a little
1: bigger. Oh, wow.
0: Jacob was just like, you're going to look 20 years old. And I'm like, okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, sure. All right, sure.
0: (laughs) Um, So yeah, we did that. And that was a lot of fun. I don't know. What else did I do? I just I just hung around here. Hey, good for you You know, did a little more work done with like the the feature that I'm working on mm-hmm. uh, in terms of like getting that out there more, showing it to more people. Um, what about you? What have you been up to? How was your, I, your flight and your trip was, and your journey? It was
1: all very good. It just is crazy. Like I feel like we've spent so long being like, oh, you can't hug, you cannot be around people. That when it was like, oh, I'm back in Atlanta, And I'm hugging my parents. Like, mm-hmm. what? This doesn't feel right. It feels like I'm breaking some sort of rule. Of course, I was not. But um, it was it was a very very, Very good trip. It was very nice. I feel like the dog Duchess did. I grew on her by the end. I feel like we had more moments together, so that was good. It was also very productive. I went to the doctor, and that was a good thing. And I schedule a doctor's appointment. I
0: I like get my yearly physical every year, but last year I did not. I I was like, I'm fine. I'll (laughs) wait until I have a vaccine until I get physical. So. And and that's I got a time. Physical. I hope I'm okay. I'm, I'm
1: let's hope. I feel like that would be depressing, but I feel like that is like a real thing that's gonna happen after this is all over is like people who skip their doctor's appointments are gonna go and Realize that they're dying. Yes. But, anyways, <laughs> we're keeping it light up top. um Trying to think of what else. Oh, I also um, spent a lot of time editing the music video when I was not uh, at the doctor or hanging with my family. Um, and I just finished it today. The first edit really? is done. I need to send it off to uh, the director and to um, the cinematographer who shot it. He was going to be doing the color correction as well. But I think it's going to be a very fun one. Okay. Hopefully, it'll be released in a couple of weeks. And, um, yeah, so it was, it was a productive time. I flew back home. I played some Mario on the plane and um, read uh, Jackson, my my boyfriend wrote something that I had to that I didn't have to read, but I was it was a good time to read on okay. the plane. So I finished reading that. I don't know. I feel like it's been a productive series of um, productive week for sure. I also am a little loopy right now because it is what time on the East Coast? It's like two thirty. Yeah, in yeah the it's morning? like two thirty right now. <laughs> so I yes, I'm not at my sharpest. I'm like. My eyes are heavy. The eyes are heavy. Thank you. The eyes may
0: feel heavy, but they're looking light and buoyant.
1: Hey, and I feel like that's kind of my thing. It's like I always look great. So it's just a nice plus for me, you know?
0: Okay, well, we'll see. We will. We'll see how that goes. I don't know. I I look at the old 2 Gay Mats YouTube videos and I'm just like, man, I look so young. (laughs) I'm just like,
1: (laughs) man. I look so much young but the lighting is better now <laughs> the audio is better now.
0: the audio is better now yeah oh yeah 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 no I, I I though I feel like I look better in like the the pinky walls of our old apartment person
1: this is stupid okay <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna jump to news for idiots unless you have anything else to say up to I don't think I do all right well, we need to talk about Colton
0: <laughs> I mean. <laughs> There has been a lot of news this week A lot of very intense news this week And this is the
1: most intense This was everywhere Everywhere Every and the thing is I saw like a promoted tweet from Good Morning America the night before and it was Colton being interviewed by Robin Roberts is that who did the interview I, I believe okay I believe it was her uh, and uh it was like basically the interviewer being like oh so Colton I know you have something you wanted to get off your chest huh. and he was just like well you know and I was like wait <laughs> and I copied the link and sent it to like a bachelor group chat I'm on and was like He's coming out, right? Like, what else could it Wait, be? Wait, so were you
0: watching this live? Oh, no, I, well, this was the night before it aired. Oh, this was like a teaser. It was like, a teaser oh, for Oh, I interview. didn't even know there was a teaser. There was a teaser
1: the night before, and I texted Jackson and uh, Janie and Jeff and Jean, two other Ratchelor watching friends, and I was like, he's coming out, right? Like, that's what this is, and they, they, no one could think of anything else it could be, and I always felt on his season that... Uh, His whole like his whole thing that season was I'm the Virgin Bachelor. (laughs) And uh, his reasoning for that was because he was so busy with football. Mm-hmm. And I just never I felt like okay, if he had said I'm waiting to be married and to uh you know I'm very Christian and I, I'm gonna wait till marriage, then I'd be like, okay, sure. That yeah. that makes sense. Yes. I'm too busy with football does not make sense. Yeah, that's like I feel like many <laughs> yeah. a football player I would imagine is having sex a lot, actually. Yes. So people who are still playing football. Absolutely, currently. absolutely. I feel like as soon as they get off the field, yes. <laughs> they're you know, figuring something out. And I just felt like his reason for that never completely made sense. He also... Lest we forget, like wanted to be the bachelor so bad, like he was Mm -hmm. on the Bachelorette. Uh, I believe he was on Becca's season and got like third or fourth. And then I he went to Bachelor in Paradise, Mm -hmm. and then he was the bachelor. And um, I think he and his uh, the the fiance that I guess they were never engaged, but he ended up with this girl Cassie at the end of his season, and they were gonna like have a spinoff show, but then they had a breakup, and so they never got that show. Uh, And then also the weird thing about this is. That Cassie, after they broke up, filed a restraining order against him for a minute there
0: in September. Yes, of last year, guys. This was a mere minutes ago. Was that when she filed it, or was that when she
1: like dropped it? Because at some point she dropped. Oh, it. I figured
0: was... that's when she. Filed no, I think it. she
1: filed it earlier. Okay, and then she dropped it. I think in September they had a person, but apparently Colton had supposedly like. Left a tracker on her car, mm-hmm. had like had been heard like stalking outside of her parents' home mm-hmm. at any time of night. I heard and, that like, he was like texting her from other people's from like phones. burner phones and shit. And it's like I feel like since of course there's a lot of people celebrating him for coming out because he's living his truth and that is very wonderful and very beautiful. But I do want to hear what Cassie has to say about all of this. Oh yes, and she has not said a word. And I feel like that interview for as. I guess after it was on Nightline, I think it was a total of 15 minutes, and there was never a mention of this restraining order. There was a mention of, like, oh, but I was like, what would you say to Cassie? He was like, I was very much in love with her. And at the end of that relationship, I feel like I did things poorly. It ended poorly because of me, and I I kind of ruined our good memories. But the words restraining order were not mentioned. And Mm -hmm. I just, I mean, I don't want to say like we have to tamp down his celebratory moment, but I would. That's a thread I'd like to tug at at some point
0: Well I would imagine It would be tugged at on the show Apparently <laughs> but
1: those reports Have said that Cassie found out about this Via the sh- like via Good Morning America <laughs> That she had no idea That he was coming <laughs> oh out So it wasn't
0: even like he told her and that's why she no. dropped The restraining order No
1: like, uh-uh. no, She just heard it the day we heard it <sighs> this, I- is, <laughs>
0: this is I, like As someone who does not give a shit I know, About The Bachelor I know. This is Thrilling.
1: It's thrilling. It, it is, is wild. wild. It it's is wild. <laughs> and like this guy is he's I mean I'm sure we all have heard he is making a Netflix show about his coming out. I don't know if he's just filming him like if they're filming him coming out he's going around the country and meeting a bunch of gay guides mm-hmm. like Gus Kinworthy to teach him how to be gay or something. <laughs> but the Netflix show is coming soon I suppose. It just... I feel like as much as I'm happy for him, I'm glad he's living his truth. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of weirdness about this. Obviously, the restraining order of it all. The fact that, like, this is this is gonna be his fourth television show. Yes. He this man loves a camera, you know, in the closet or out. He he's and I get it, he's a public persona. This is almost Why as not? many television
0: shows as Catherine McPhee has.
1: And yes, also That's a lot, of it's television a lot shows. of television shows. And it's like the, there's also been mumblings of like, oh, maybe he should be our first gay bachelor, which would make it five if that happens. <laughs> yes. And it's like I go back and forth on that because, again, there's so many complications with Colton about the Cassie and restraining order thing. And. He seems a little thirsty, obviously. But then it's like, Um, is there any other scenario in which The Bachelor is going to have a gay season? Yes. Or like even begin a a new spinoff show. They They have a million shows. There's The Bachelor. There's Bachelorette. There's Bachelor in Paradise. Have a gay bachelor. Have a lesbian bachelor. Just like also happening. And there's no way to get that started. If they don't just have such an in with Someone with a built-in audience. But
0: yes, I mean, whoever his PR person Mm. is, because you know he wrote a book as well.
1: Oh, yes. And he talked about struggling with his sexuality in the book.
0: Well, the thing is, the new printed version with a new afterthought. Stop was released stop when the day I, of I yes i know like I he he wrote honest. a book before he came out and now a new reprint is available the day all of this is going that down that
1: talks about his coming out
0: i well i mean what do you think <laughs> it's talking about <laughs> no it's talking his favorite gingerbread recipe like what <laughs> what could it else look, could it okay, be look okay i had to ask I, I mean the fact that this was all the fact that a restraining order was filed against him yes a mere months ago yes. Not even a year ago And in all this time He has since Come out Gotten a reprint Of his book yes. Gotten a new Netflix show All yes. about him In a span Because he said He came out In like January Yes right? He said
1: He said he didn't realize Gay people could have children and like, Until sometime this year
0: Yes and, and I was like Sweetie I know But it's it's just like The fact I literally wrote A 120 page screenplay In like the, the In 2021 And I was yeah. like Oh my god This is my most Productive year yet And it's like well shit. <laughs> it, he's able to do all this. This makes me feel
1: so unproductive. I feel horrible about myself. They just this is just such a cool I've never seen, especially now that I know about this book thing, a more a more coordinated oh. and like plan of attack of coming out. It's like we're yes. coming out in the most major way possible. We're going to make this the most lucrative coming out of all time. Yes,
0: and it makes me feel disgusting and icky and I makes know. me hate the entertainment industry, but like
1: you gotta give him props. I mean, like you the- have to. And it's like, of course, I'm gonna watch every single of that <laughs> fucking show. Like, I am clearly falling into the trap. But it should also be noted that this man follows Candace Owens on Instagram. Mm-hmm. He also follows who's that dumb piece of shit with the eye patch, the Republican who, oh, like, God. he follows I him on Instagram. Name, yeah. it's like, Dan Cren- Crenshaw or something. Yes, that's just it. Like, it's just like, don't do that, Colton. Like if I hope If the gay guides teach you anything It's to unfollow those
0: motherfuckers Yes Gus Gus You have some work to do Gus You have some work to do Because this is
1: I mean I want to be mostly happy for you And like This is gonna kill it If you're like Gonna be the Caitlyn Jenner Of You know The gay community We don't need you I would, then we can just stop this conversation altogether. But I, because I, it's like, I don't need you to be like, I think it should be cool to be a log cabin. Like, I don't need that. I don't need any sort of like less normalized log cabin republicanism. Like, no, no. We're fine. We're, we're, <laughs> we're all, we're all We can be our own there. gay guides. I did love the trend Of everyone posting Their gay guys It's so funny It's so funny It's so funny <laughs> I
0: I um, So I I was thinking of the show And I was just like it. It seems like such a Missed opportunity The fact that it's like Okay here's this You know you know, cisgendered, white, very yes. heteronormative, yes. masculine gay guy having this show and his gay like I feel like Netflix could I have know. taken the opportunity to have a gay guide who was, you know, something different <laughs> in any way, right. shape or didn't form. Didn't just like
1: look like him in a mirror. <laughs> yeah.
0: But then, you know, I was I I talked to people and they were like, well, maybe the spin is that. He is an athlete, Mm. and so his gay guide is another athlete, and so it goes into a lot of like what it means to be like a
1: gay athlete and everything. So it's like, okay, that's interesting. I also have heard that even though Gus Kenworthy's name got leaked. He has multiple gay guides mm-hmm. Like throughout the episodes I feel like it could be An episodic thing Where there's a different, a different gay, gay guide guys. Do you think we'll be chosen As a gay guide? I guy mean we're, I don't know why our phones Aren't ringing just yet The first thing I do Like let's get your Instagram together <laughs> <laughs> Unfollow these people Right the fuck now <laughs> And he's, I don't think he's following Britney or Gaga or anything. It's like, sweetie. Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so I follow him for now, but I, I have my trepidations. I'm clearly going to watch the show. I'm invested in this person. I've known him on all of his other shows. But I just, I would love if he could not end up like Caitlin. That's I, what I would love
0: I am I am truly not invested But <laughs> I was just invested in how much other people were invested in this It's just Whole ordeal Because it's literally all anyone was talking oh my God. about That What was it? Tuesday? Yeah Tuesday or Wednesday uh, Everyone was talking about it People who had no idea who he was mm. Straight people
1: I have, Everyone I have a friend who's been like What? Like I don't know anything about him But he's so hot Like should I slide into his DMs? I'm like slide into his dm I was like hey I feel no. like a million other gays have had that idea <laughs>
0: slide into his dm that's as creative as you can get
1: and b like this guy he's this is complicated this is just it's 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 complicated, like like that movie with a great movie with horrible kids in it. It's complicated. <laughs> Fuck those fucking. Oh, those kids, kids are so annoying. They're horrible.
0: <laughs> it's such a funny and fun movie. Yes, and Meryl Streep is so good. So is Steve Martin and Alec Baldwin. But it's just like the fact that they are just
1: so obnoxiously rich in that movie. And is so adult funny. Adult children are lying in bed together, being like, "We're still not over the divorce." <laughs> it's like if you don't get yourself
0: to fucking together. I know my parents got up. divorced when I was five. And and you know what? what my thoughts were? It's about damn time, <laughs> mom and dad. But yeah. But yeah, anyway, so this this whole ordeal is is just nuts. It
1: is. I mean, I loved just, you saw the Billy oh, Eichner clip. That was uh, Yes. Oh my, oh my that god. That moment. And that's why when we were watching, we all were like <laughs> Cause like You look at his face After Bill Alright if you haven't seen There's a viral video Of when Billy Eichner Was a guest On his bachelor season Cause sometimes They bring on comedians And stuff And I don't I want. It makes me wonder Did Colton say like I love Billy Eichner You should bring him Aww. Which like Oh well That's Okay cute. boy <laughs> like,
0: You know there's something About Billy Eichner I just think it's really he's funny He's like really
1: funny He's like really cool
0: Like I think uh, I get his humor
1: And so Billy Is talking to him And uh, like someone asked Like Chris Harrison or, or Colton Is like oh what would you do Billy?" he's like Well Billy's Billy's like oh well I Well I'm gay I bet that's a big surprise to you Colton And he's like hey which is something you should look into Because you could be the first gay bachelor And we just don't even know it yet And Colton like half smiles And looks down and like you can see the wires Kind of crossing in his head and he's just like "Uh," And it's like oh sweetie (laughs) Oh
0: no It's a tough moment for him It's just such a panic moment I I I also think something that is very sad And does you know make me obviously like sympathize For him a little bit Or empathy, We'll see. Okay. Uh, Just the fact that he was so desperate to be straight that he... I I feel like that could be like why he did this Absolutely. crazy thing with her name's Cassie. Yes, like putting a track tracking device on her car and like texting her from other people's phones because he talks in interviews about how he so desperately wanted to be straight and right. how like he felt like The Bachelor was like his last chance. Yeah, he,
1: and yes, it felt like he was clinging to that yes. that, that idea and like she was representative of his. Straight self that he was trying to be, yes. and maybe he, that's why he was clinging on so tightly. But it's which it of course is not an excuse, no, it it, not it, it's not, it's a reason, not an excuse. Exactly. No, we do not forgive him for this. I just, I just would need to hear from Cassie. Like, I wonder who's gonna get the first sit down with her because that's what I want to talk about. And not even about like, he came out and like, sure, I guess I'd want to hear what she has to say about that, but like, I don't really care so much about that. I more care about like, how do you feel about this guy getting such a huge platform after you had to file a restraining order against him to get him to stop like abusing you like it's just mm-hmm. Like a form of abuse what he was doing If the restraining order is to Be believed and I just feel like we can't gloss Over that
0: and it's so interesting because It makes you wonder I, I always Like you know think about things Now and I think of like the history of like men And abuse and yes. or men And uh, overly aggressive behavior Or yeah. men and depression and men and, or men and Like homicide yeah. and I'm Just like how many of these men are were secretly gay. Right. How many of these men were secretly transgender? Right. Like, or like, d- didn't feel comfortable in their own skin. Like, and they just—that is why so many men lash out and act the way they do. Right. You know, it's it's just so sad. It's and sad. so I hope if this is the case and this is like why he did all that, then some light is shed on this. Yes. So
1: I hope she's we'll doing see. okay with it, and I hope yes. he apologizes to her face to face. I can't believe they did not sit down and talk about this before he came out publicly. That's That's, I, that's wild. I, mean, I figured that happened. Unless she has said to him, do not contact me ever again, which okay. Is a possibility I mean you know. there's was a restraining order sure <laughs> But it was you know there was a, a personal conversation That led to the restraining order being dropped And maybe that personal conversation included I never want to speak to you ever again Which it could have mm-hmm. So um, Well I'm sure they're going to be speaking now I need to hear Cassie I need <laughs> to hear what she's, what she's thinking What she's feeling So I mean I hope he grows in all of the ways. I am happy that he's found his true self. It does not absolve him from his past and his Instagram follow. So I'll keep a, I will keep an eye on this. <laughs> I will be watching yes, this that's, closely. That's the
0: moral of the story. We're keeping an We're eye. We're keeping an eye. Yes. But
1: um, it was, oh, what a moment. Mm. That would, that day. And the night before, I saw that teaser. I was like, he's fucking gay. He's fucking gay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um. Did you see this dumb shit? Sharon Osbourne went on Bill Maher. Oh, yes. (laughs) And it's like, you know what two white people I don't want to hear talk about racism? (laughs) Bill Maher and Sharon Osbourne. It's just preposterous.
0: Well, the thing that's so funny about the interview is the clip popped up on my YouTube and I was like, I'm watching this. (laughs) And it's only like. Two minutes, and it's literally just like her introduction, and like they start talking for a little bit, like it's not even Mm. anywhere near what I assume the full interview was. I don't even know if there's a way to watch the full interview now. And all the comments were just like, Man, Bill Maher can't even show like the full interview here. Like, I feel (laughs) like segments on his YouTube channel are just getting shorter and shorter and shorter. Oh, wow! And I was already mad at him for two weeks ago doing this dumb Oscar
1: segment. I saw that you
0: can tell he just. Whoever wrote it for him or whatever, just, I
1: saw you and like, your brother arguing about this on Twitter.
0: Oh, we well, were like joke arguing. My okay. brother didn't care about it, but yeah, where he was just trying to say something about how all the movies nominated for Best Picture are so depressing, and it's because Hollywood's trying to be super woke about everything, how all these movies are trying to impress you with how woke they are, and it's like. No, these movies actively aren't. And right. he's like describing these movies and describing them like their endings incorrectly. <laughs> and it's like, clearly, you have not watched these movies. Yeah. A bunch of these movies are not depressing and are pretty uplifting. So you have no idea what you're talking about. Anyway, that's beside the fact. Um, yeah, come on. About okay. I mean, no,
1: I mean, he decided to get the first interview with Sharon Osborne after she left, quote unquote, the talk, which, by the way, this woman left with $10 million in her pocket. Like, yeah, she's are fine. Are we feeling bad for her? Are we saying she was a victim of cancel culture? Like, no, she got a fucking payday and doesn't have to go to work anymore. So anyways, um. Sharon reiterated that I've been called so many things in my life. I am so used to being called names, but a racist is one I will not take. And it's like they go on and she's basically, Bill Maher's basically like, you were just stating your opinion. And like your opinion got you fired and Piers Morgan fired. Like, is that what happened? And she's like, yes, that's exactly what happened. And um, Bill didn't see anything wrong with what Sharon or Pierce said on their respective talk shows. Um, didn't say anything about the co-host. Sharon says it isn't about being a racist. It's about it's maybe not knowing what is correct and woke for your language that day. And it's like, did you watch you do? Like, did you watch that segment of what you did on that show?
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it's 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 not what she's
1: no, describing. and yeah. it, it's just I, I just trying to absolve her is so lame and boring. And it's just like I'm so sick of this entire discussion. It's like the. The fact that white people have taken racist as, like, a slur. It's like you think being called a racist is worse than, like, propo- like performing your racist actions. Like, no, it's just a description of what you're doing and saying and, like, how you're behaving. It's a description of your actions. It's not like it's the N-word for right, white people is racist. Like, no, that's wrong and doesn't make any fucking sense. And I feel like so many people just are so afraid of being called racist where it's like... Then you should be more upset that you did something racist and well, like change your behavior.
0: Well, I think that something that needs to change is how we're educated about racism when we're younger. Because mm. when we're younger, we, you know, we learn about racism all throughout school and, you know, everything. And, you know, we learn that. Th- The racists were the bad ones The bad ones and everything And it's kind of like Well yes They were very incorrect and wrong And bad in the grand scheme of things But you know They were also everyday people Because everyday people Are just racist If they're ignorant on anything So I think there needs Things need to change About how we teach younger people What Racism is
1: I think It, it just can get Oversimplified mm-hmm. It's like Oh if I've never Said the N word And I don't be- agree With slavery Then yeah, I'm, not, then a I'm racist. not racist And yeah. it's like No there's a lot Of gray area there And there are things You can do That are microaggressions That are still racist And it doesn't make you You know You don't have to Like throw yourself Off a cliff or something But it's like You can change your behavior You yeah. can like Take that feedback And be like Oh a person of color told me that what I said or did offended them and felt like it was a racist comment. Let me analyze what I did and change my behavior. I don't think that's such a big thing to ask but people are so prideful and so like allergic to that word that it's like they just but then they also at the same time will dig their heels in with it. It's Mm -hmm. like I'm not that you can't call me that and like I'm not changing what I said. It's like well one of those things is not like the other. So I don't understand. It's it's just The woman's exhausting, and I'm excited for her to no longer have a daily platform. Um, Apparently, Lady Gaga has reacted to the Little Monsters Art Pop Act 2 campaign and thanked the fans on Twitter. Man, we were great on that timing with that video. I know. Can you believe?
0: Oh, my God. Guys, so we recorded our Justice for Art Pop video Mm. before Matt Palmer left, so like over a week ago now, and then literally a couple days later- Justice for Art Pop was trending, or like by Art Pop on iTunes was yes. trending.
1: It went number one on Everything iTunes.
0: Everything was going on about Art Pop, and I just texted Matt Palmer, and I was just like, oh, man, I'm going to have to edit this video today, aren't <laughs> and I? And, and I Matt Palmer's was like, was like, yes, yeah. you are. It's our longest video in two-game math history. It is 34 action-packed minutes of just Worth every screaming second. about Art Pop. And it's all of our opinions are right. So <laughs> I, I and I'm just happy that Lady Gaga finally like acknowledged it and was totally. like, "Thank you for liking Art Pop." Absolutely, especially because like a couple years ago, she tweeted something like, "I don't remember yeah, Art I Pop." Know. And she
1: was, was tweeting like... a bunch of weird stuff around that time. She <laughs> just was like saying words. <laughs> yeah,
0: so it's I mean, I'm glad Lady Gaga has been able to be reminded that people appreciate our pop and our pop is fucking great. Right. So I hope this inspires her to create, you know, more exciting stuff in the future.
1: Right. Uh, She said that uh, the petition for volume two has inspired such a tremendous warmth in my heart. Making this album was like, Heart surgery I was desperate In pain And poured my heart Into electronic music That slammed harder Than any drug I could find I fell apart After I released this album Thank you for celebrating Something that once Felt like destruction We always believed It was ahead of its time Years later Turns out Sometimes artists know And so do little monsters Pause up Um I Do you think She's actually Gonna put that part two out Mmm me I mean I fan, <laughs>
0: I fantasize about it Yeah Lord knows I watched That art pop concert The iTunes concert Yesterday Did you What's, and I, did,
1: what's it like oh, It's great I mean that It manicure, really holds That off. manicure That manicure, manicure
0: is an Excellent performance So good
1: It is so and good And just the Heal me I'm addicted to the love Needs to be after I record it. Yeah Like it's, it's so good It's
0: so good And it, it, what's so exciting Is these people Have never heard Any of these songs before And they're just like What's going on This I is know. so exciting And there are these Monologues she gives to them that just last 10 minutes and they're just insane and it's so so good
1: (laughs) it is great I need to rewatch it in full because I just watched the manicure performance again and sex dreams also which I can't decide if I prefer the sex streams on the album Or the sex streams in that Because the sex streams in uh, the concert Was like a little simpler mm-hmm. Like it didn't have those background vocals in the chorus That mm-hmm. like are kind you of like cute Exactly yeah. which are like cute counter melodies But then I'm like but maybe it's cleaner without them I don't know I go back <laughs> and, and the, the bridge forth. is different the bridge is better in the real version. I think. The bridge is better in the real yes, version. Yes, yes, for sure. Yes. But that only part I'm not sure about is the chorus and like the verses. I think are maybe a little clearer. Whatever. I'm. We're just analyzing this one <laughs> performance now. Um, Chrissy Teigen's back on Twitter.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised.
1: She, I mean, of course. She when quit. she left
0: Twitter, I was just like,
1: No. I'll I know back. you'll be. You'll be back. And honestly, I like her mostly. Like, I realize people get annoyed with her, but like, people sometimes just get annoyed with her because she's rich, and I'm like. But it's she like, is rich, okay, yeah. Like <laughs> she's just telling you about something that happened, and it was a, life. a rich person problem or a rich person story. But she is a rich person. Like you're supposed to write what you know on yeah. Twitter, and she is writing what and she sure, knows. I'm sure, you can
0: roll your eyes to it right. on your own, but like
1: she's allowed to talk it, about. It, it's
0: not like you know, be, like tweeting at her, being like, "Oh my God, how dare you!" I it's know. really going
1: to do anything. Because and I also don't know that good it's good in the world. I don't know that it's. I don't even know if her tweeting about not tweeting about being rich, but like telling a story in which her richness comes into play oh is yeah. harmful. What, what was it? That it people was something about, about like she or they ordered a bottle of wine and didn't know that it was thirteen thousand dollars or yeah. something. I know people got really mad. I know. I'm just, it, I, am I if I missing something? Please email us and let me know what I'm. And missing it's like in all she's doing
0: is tweeting that she was really mad. Too. Exactly,
1: <laughs> she wasn't happy with that. So welcome back, Chrissy. Um, J-Lo and A-Rod have officially called it quits again yeah they got they said they were trying to work on things after they broke up because i think most of the story was revolving around uh that girl from southern charm madison who mm. was facetiming a rod during their relationship and j-lo wanted more attention on just her that's my assumption i don't know that but they've broken up uh and it's for real and um you know i think good for her he was cheating and uh I, maybe they had an arrangement but the fact that his cheating became public it's like well You know, if you don't want to be with that, you shouldn't have to be with that. So I wish them the best on their journeys. Um, Is there any other news you'd like to share with us this week? Um, We're not
0: going to talk about Broadway.
1: Oh, the Scott Rudin's taking a step back. I mean,
0: in the past week, Broadway has absolutely imploded.
1: Oh, what happened? Um,
0: Okay, well, many things have been happening (laughs) in the Broadway community. So Karen Olivo, Tony Award winner for uh, West Side Story in 2009 for Best Featured Actress in a Musical, um, who famously retired from from acting Uh. and then came back to do Moulin Rouge, Uh. decided that she is not coming back with Moulin Rouge um, because of the Scott Rudin stuff and because ever since the Scott Rudin stuff more has come to light about you know the about the the Broadway community the producers and and everything about how you know it's, it's deemed a very you know Every it's racist and, yeah. and transphobic and it's kind of like, well, yeah, the entertainment industry is all of these things, right? Um, so it it was just kind of very surprising. Is Scott Rudin involved in Moulin Rouge? No, he's not. Oh. but she is. You know, said she's leaving because she uh, doesn't, you know, want to be. A part of this business anymore yeah. Because of said reasons Which is very understandable yeah. um, And you know I I forget if in the video She called on other actors To do the same Or if other people Are trying to call on Other actors to do the same mm. To like Either leave their Broadway shows Not come back when they open um, Or to not take part In the Broadway industry Once it opens back up um, And people are getting Very mad at actors For not making The same commitment As right. Karen Levo. Like, other actors are very much, you know, tweeting things in response, like, Karen's so amazing. Right. She's incredible. I love her. She's so inspired. Yeah. And other people are like, (laughs) why aren't you taking the same stance she is? And it's like, of course they're not. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I saw someone uh, on an Instagram story call out Hugh Jackman and... um, What's Sutton, her friend? Foster. Sutton Foster. That's another
0: very big thing. Okay. Scott Rudin was producing the Music Man. Okay. Uh, and Hugh Jackman and Sutton Foster. It took them a while to make any sort of statement about the whole thing after the whole. Scott Have they made thing statements now? Sutton Foster has made a statement, um, and she the statement was basically you know obviously it was a horrible what happened. It's unfortunate that all of this you know sort of came to light. The rumor is though that she. Threatened to quit unless mm. Scott Rudin Stepped down in some sort of way Okay, um, So that is the rumor I, I don't know if that is like officially What happened okay. but that's what people are saying So you know good for her um, But yeah, in her statement she was Because a lot of people were mad that she was you know taking A, a couple days to make a statement yeah. And it's like well I can understand Why I'm sure she didn't want to do anything super Reactionary especially because you know Hundreds of people's jobs, like, rely not just her her. being in the Music Man, Mm -hmm. so I understand that. Um, I and so uh, there's a big scandal about Jagged Little Pill. Oh, what about that? I've not seen that at all. Really? Well, the character of Joe, who sings "You All to Know," yeah. Um, apparently in the uh, out of town tryout of Jagged Little Pill, there was more in the script that alluded to Joe being written as non-binary. Okay. Um, things I believe her. Uh, or there, they're referred to as they yeah. uh, in the original scripts, and I believe not in the new one. Okay. I believe I'm sure I haven't seen the show, so um, so they are. Um, You know referred to as Joanne by their mother Mm. In the original script And it was a a whole big plot point Um, Just more was involved in Making Joe a non-binary Character without specifically saying Joe is non-binary and there's I believe some there was a review That someone gave before the show Opened on Broadway that Joe, They interpreted Joe as non-binary And the actress Lauren Patton I think tweeted back at them Saying thank you for Um also, you know, talking about my interpretation of the role as well, basically mm. insinuating I interpret this character as non-binary as well. Right. Lauren is a cisgendered right. actress. Um, and But then when it moved to Broadway, all of that stuff was kind of taken out. Mm. Um, it's kind of assumed that it was taken out and that Joe was no longer really considered a non-binary character because I would assume they realized, oh, we have a cisgendered actress playing mm. this role. It's we don't want to have that, you know, problem, right. you know, but we still, you know, we, we want to showcase this actress that we have. The understudy for the role of Joe though is non-binary. Okay. Um, and so people are calling on Lauren Patton to like leave the show and quit and everything. And, and it's kind of like, well, she's, she's or, or they're, uh, calling on jagged little pill to like, let her go. Uh. It's like, well, she's, she's contracted to right. do the show for a certain period of time. So she, they can't just fire right. her like just for this reason. Like, you know, the, the, the changes were made to the show. Um, they, they can't just fire her because she's contracted. That's a, a big lawsuit mm, on her end. You right. Know? Um, so, so it's very much, you know, a big debate that people are, are arguing about on Twitter. And okay. so it's, then there's also Actors Equity. Okay,
1: <laughs> people, people make like, it quick. Well, I'm just
0: saying, bro, like there's a ton of Broadway news. Okay, and pe- like people are refusing to pay their dues uh, because, because they of... feel like Equity has not taken a strong enough stance against Scott Rudin mm. because they feel like they. I'm
1: still confused as to what his stepping back means. Did I we mean, get Everyone any... is confused okay. Because <laughs> like, did we get any sort of like concrete? Like this is how he's no. Like it didn't say he's no longer involved. Did yeah, it?
0: I would assume he is no longer involved creatively. Okay. I assume, though, he might still make a profit right. from this. Um, huh? I, I truly don't know. It's very vague. Yeah. Which is also, you know, very upsetting to a lot of people. Right. Understandably. Um, so yeah, and and I, it's people are refusing to pay their equity dues uh, because they feel like equity hasn't been transparent as to where the money's been going mm. for the whole like pandemic and everything. And it's kind of like, oh, well, I don't know what to do. I mean, my dues are due <laughs> in in May, so I hope they figure it out. I by know, man. seriously. I need to know if I should pay or not. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's been a very, very eventful week wow. in the Broadway sphere as well. Which is
1: amazing because Broadway's closed. I
0: know. <laughs> I and it's know. it's so funny because it's like Broadway. You've been closed for over a year now. Mm. And now that things are like gonna reopen soon, now's like when we're like I know. all having Let's problems it with up. it. It's it's like no, this should have be, been blown up when we knew, hey, we're going to be closed for a year. Let's <laughs> spend this year figuring it yeah, out. Fixing it's, now it's kind of like, oh, TikTok. I'm nervous. I know. Well. Not that I'm going to be on Broadway anytime soon, but hey, you never know. You never know. All right. Well. That's great. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's it's just like a lot of things that where it's kind of like, I don't know how to feel about this. Yeah. Let's see how
1: it plays I out. I guess so. Well, let us know if there are any updates. If things, you know, get shaken out, please let us know. And mm-hmm. if we figure out what Scott Rudin being like stepping back really means, I'd love to know that too.
0: Yeah. I guess we'll find out when the music man opens.
1: <laughs> I guess we will. <laughs> Who knows? All right. Well, let's take a quick break. We'll be back with more 2 mats.
0: We're back. We're back, guys. We we just had a big, long, stressful <laughs> News for Idiots cycle. We did. With a lot of intense conversation. And... Thankfully, I mean, not thankfully, because we, <laughs> we love your emails, yes. but we're very tired. Yes. And it's past
1: midnight. So And it's <laughs> meaning it's past three for me,
0: <laughs> as so, we're all clear. <laughs> so we luckily did not get any, any emails for email yes. this week, which, you know, that means next week we're going to get like 5,000. And
1: emails. where could they email us if they wanted to?
0: If you wanted to email us and ask us questions, you can email us at two twogaymats at gmail.com to spell T-W-O. So now I guess we are going on to our segment. Giving me moments yes now. and my moment is guys it is the last week before the oscars i have watched the final movie i need to watch all right for the oscars so i'm fully up to date with everything except for the documentaries and the shorts of course <laughs>
1: <laughs> i watched one of the shorts did you Two distant strangers how is it it's hard to watch but great intense it has quite the message hard to watch okay okay <laughs> I love a, a
0: hard to watch yes another movie that I wouldn't say was hard to watch because it was very entertaining and very good but I'll, I'll get into it um, is a movie called another round which mm. surprisingly got the uh, best director nomination Uh over uh, Aaron Sorkin Who a lot of people Were predicting Right and Not surprisingly Because it didn't deserve it Because it's wonderfully directed But just Because no one Literally no one Was predicting it <laughs> Right um, It is a Danish film And it is also up for Best foreign feature I assume it's going to win I mean uh, It's nominee and best director uh, And it was directed by Thomas Vinterberg And, uh, it is a, I told you the plot, it is Mm. about four men who are teachers who, you know, they find out that this philosopher, they're, they're in a rut in their life. They're feeling very bored. Mm. And, uh, they find this philosopher who says that human beings were born with a blood alcohol content level of 0.05% too low than it should be. And that humans actually function with a blood alcohol content level of 0.05%. And so they decide to perform an experiment, write down all their findings, and proceed to day drink all throughout their days, and slowly become alcoholics. <laughs> it's it's marketed as a comedy, yeah, uh, with you know some dramatic elements, which yeah. there are, and they're done very well. Um, but I, being a non-drinker <laughs> and have no experience with alcohol whatsoever, yeah, or with drinking culture, found this movie to be a horror. Film. <laughs> I was (laughs) horrified by what I was seeing. It was so scary to me, so disturbing.
1: Because of what they were doing or because of, like, what was the disturbing? Or because you were watching them become alcoholics. Because I
0: was watching them slowly become alcoholics and just watching their rise and feeling great and then just the plummet. And Mm. the lows get
1: so low. Really? There's
0: one moment at the end that is, I won't spoil it, but it is devastating and there's a moment with a child that I just... Cried on the couch Oh my like, god oh, I was so upset Um, And so I, I was just In shock of everything I was witnessing But the movie is not It's about obviously These these four men And their oh, You okay? Yeah, I'm okay? I just bumped into The <laughs> table you did. Um, It's about these four men and, and their lives And sort of Their pursuit of happiness And trying to regain The joy of youth That they once had mm. But a lot of it Also deals with The drinking culture In Denmark Which I didn't know Was a super huge thing But apparently uh, the the Danish drink more than most Europeans. Wow! I apparently there's some statistic that 15 year old uh, Danish kids uh, drink at twice the rate of any other like kids in Europe. In all oh my of gosh, yeah. So 15, yes. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if there is a drinking age limit in Denmark, but I know that there is a uh, you have to be 16 to buy alcohol and they're tr- and i believe it's becoming such a problem in Denmark that they're trying to raise the age yeah. to 18 and it, they're not I don't think they're able to pass it through because a lot it's being met with a lot of resistance from adults, not so much because they're like, oh, but our liberties and our freedoms and we should be able to make our own choices, Mm. which you would think would be the issue on their end. But it's because they have so many fond memories of themselves drinking as teenagers that they're like, no, everyone should experience that. So it's kind of like, "Okay, this is. A mentality that I do not understand, <laughs> and I'm slightly horrified by. But obviously, I I don't get it. Um, so so and it deals with this race that's in Denmark where um I forget what it's called, but these kids like do a race around a lake, and like every so often they have to stop and chug a beer, and they have mm. to carry around this crate of beer with them the whole time. Uh, and so they're gradually getting drunker and drunker throughout the race. If one person in your team throws up you get time added mm. but if you all throw up together as a team you get time taken away oh from my it. god so it's like oh th- this, this is wild this is nuts um, and so the end of the movie slight spoiler alert but there's kind of like this a lot of bad stuff happens um, but there's this sort of euphoric dance scene mm. which is a lot of people online are interpreting it in very different ways. Um, some people are like, this is such a happy ending, such a joyful ending. And I was chilled to the (laughs)
1: bone. I love that you're watching a completely different movie. And and
0: the thing is like, it's so funny because throughout the movie, uh, the main character, uh, who gives a very, very good performance. Uh, he He's described as having taken dance lessons when he was younger, mm. having uh, trained in ballet. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this is something that they keep bringing up. So, of course, in this dance number, he dances, and apparently... This actor was also a dancer at one point. Oh. He just like busts out with these fucking barrel turns in the sky, and I'm just like, wow. holy shit. I was like, I screamed on the couch. I was like, holy shit! But that's beside the point. I I found the ending to be very dark, mm. even though it's such a euphoric, happy celebration. Um, and it, the fact that it's also set to this um this pop song called "What a Life" that has it's like celebrating life, but it has this very minor Eastern European sound Mm. to it. So it's kind of like a duality of both joyful and a little like eerie. I'm
1: imagining it sounds like Shiza.
0: Oh yeah. It's totally like (laughs) Shiza guys. Um, if we directed it, it would be set to Shiza. Um, So yeah, I found the movie to be very dark. Um, but other people interpret it differently. And I mean, that's the sign of, of a well-made movie of, a, of an interesting movie where you have complex thoughts, Yay. complex opinions. You're not sure how to think, but you keep thinking about it. It's it stayed with me. Wow. I was like, oh, my God. All of y'all who drink, which is literally probably everyone listening to this podcast, unless you're underage. Don't do yeah, it. There's
1: some kids. There are more kids listening than we think.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Guys.
1: Just it's it's disturbing.
0: I, 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 I was literally just thinking, I was like, oh, you are all nuts. Matt Palmer,
1: you I'm are crazy. Like- Every
0: time you have a glass of wine now, I'm gonna look at you differently.
1: What what am I doing? I'm not like running around and throwing up in a race. You're gonna be like you're gonna be like those guys. I'm not. I'm scared. I'm, I'm scared really for your future. Not. Well, I think I'm gonna be okay, but thank you. I worry about your potential alcoholism. I think I'm good. Okay. I think
0: I have it under control. bill well, if you ever need uh, you know, someone to lean on. Okay. I'm here. Thank you. And you, we can watch another round together. <laughs> yes, that'll do it. That will no, definitely do no, it. No, no, it's an excellent movie. It, it gave me a lot of moments this week. And I'm excited that I got a Best Director nomination because it's really really a, a well an interesting story very well done and was a wonderful surprise nomination yeah so i that concludes i mean i'm sure you know i'll see another movie i'm sure i'll see one of those documentaries nominated for the uh, this year's oscar soon but it won't be before the oscar right. season is over so so that concludes uh the matt Steele pre-oscar movie oh wow binge, giving me moments segment now you i gotta like through. actually come up with other things i know i gotta <laughs> consume other content right For the giving me moments.
1: Uh, Hey, and I know the feeling. And the thing is, guys, I I, even though I was home, it like I had to edit this video and then I had this like doctor thing and I worked on from Wednesday to Friday of the week. uh, And so I didn't really consume much new content. And so I apologize for that. But you know what did give me moments after, of course, we figured out the Internet of it all. The fact that I could bring So much Like I brought my Microphone And my little DAW here And both my work And home Like personal computers And I was just thinking When I was editing This video That's gonna be in 4K And like Working completely Fine uh, Mm -hmm. For my day job For you know Eight hours And then doing A Zoom call with you And getting our podcast Which didn't turn out Perfectly But that wasn't my fault (laughs) You know what We were entertaining We were entertaining And I you know Did a demo For that bad song and they did not pick me to do the full version, thank God. Um, but Real I was events, guys. doing all this shit and I was like, man, technology's the fucking best. It's <laughs> amazing. I love nothing more than like technology progressing and being able, the fact that like, if we've learned nothing good from this pandemic, we've all learned that if we work in, if you're a person that works in an office, you can do your job from, anywhere in the world and that freedom is just so wonderful to me because i'd like to think that now that we all know this now that people who go to work know this now that people who are you know companies that are renting office spaces all know this like what is the point of having us come into the office every single day. Like, the fact that I could see myself at some point going back to Atlanta, working the the same amount, not even having to take a vacation day, and just having that flexibility and freedom thanks to, you know, better Wi-Fi, and being able to do my work as far as, like, getting the edit of the music video together, being able to do the podcast, it just is like, ugh. I love it. I loved, I just love technology.
0: <laughs> I really do. I, I mean, feel like... There's the classic song from the cut scene from Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, what is that? Is where uh, Napoleon's brother sings to his wife, I love technology.
1: I don't remember that.
0: Not as much as you use. You don't strike me as a Napoleon oh, Dynamite person. Oh, I am I'm not. I'm just saying that there is a, a song out there. Well,
1: <laughs> I, I agree with him. And I, you know, it's just like... It's like when I'm on the plane and I have my, you know, wireless noise-canceling Sony headphones on and I'm playing my Nintendo Switch and going through the It's just like, man, it used to be so much more boring. I'd have to, like, read a book or some shit if we were back in, like, what, the... (laughs)
0: Seventies. <laughs> Literally before we started this podcast, I was re- watching a Fran Lebowitz interview and she was talking about how she once took a trip with her parents and how, huh. you know, it was back in the day. She was describing how, you know, young people didn't know what was out there in the world right. because they had never been anywhere. Mm. She was like, you know, I, I grew up in New Jersey, 40 miles outside of New York, and they were like most of my friends had never been to New York, you know, it, it's just because. And they had no idea what grits were in the south. Like wow. there was, they had no concept of what Thai food was. Right. But now all of these things are. Just, and obviously, like food and all that stuff is not just technology. Yeah. Technology helps us learn about all exactly. Of this stuff. And I think it's amazing you had a productive week, and yet we're still able to have a vacation. I know of some sort. Exactly. Because you can just pack your microphone and your computer.
1: Pack your shit and go. I now
0: have my microphone with just a USB thing. I, I just love bloop, it. Plug I'm it in.
1: excited for the next time we're apart and for how good it's gonna sound.
0: I'm excited. For
1: <laughs> (laughs) The next time we're apart. I mean, clearly you were so happy that I was gone. My God. It was fucking great. All right. (laughs) Don't get
0: even though the entertainment industry was imploding around me. Yes. And falling apart. And I was like, well, there might not be a Broadway for me to go back to. Yes. But after the pandemic. But have a great apartment. I have a great apartment. (laughs) And I have a new microphone.
1: Yes. Those are the only things you need. Exactly. Truly in life oh well guys thank you so much for listening this has been such a joy to record it is so late for me so i'm gonna sign off uh but we love you very much and we'll be back next week with more two game Mats the podcast bye
0: guys now go to bed